Well, welcome back to the We Extra podcast, everybody. My name is Jared. And I'm Abby. And together, We, we Extra. Extra. Oh my God, I you did, did it. Surprise. Oh, babe, thanks. <laughs> it's the little things, right? Oh, man, that's romance right there. So, we're glad you guys are back with us for this edition of the We Extra podcast. If you're joining us new for the first time, we want to encourage you to go back and listen to our story, parts one, two, and three, uh, just so you can be caught up and know a little bit about us. We are the parents of three uh, incredible miracle children who've experienced a lot of pain, a lot of heartbreak, but a ton of blessings along the way. And so we're just here to share a little bit about our story and hopefully encourage and bless you in your journey. Yeah. So that's kind of the hope of this podcast. And we've loved hearing from some of you. We've heard from lots of people this yeah, week, it seems like. Um, well, lots of people to us yeah. just sharing their stories and um, sharing that they enjoy the podcast, which is always nice to hear. That's right. Yeah. And special shout out, I won't say any names, but to the young lady who messaged us about uh, giving up control and going back to church. We have just been praying for you all week and just believe that God is going to bless you and uh, for anybody else that has been stirred, particularly by that episode, uh, we just want to continue to encourage you to do the work of giving up control and living a life of surrender. Uh, but man, this has been a, a a fun weekend for us. We <laughs> we stepped into a new world of being soccer parents this <laughs> week. Soccer mom. Well, Zoe's tried soccer before one time. And then she didn't want to do it again. But for some reason, all three of the kids decided they wanted to do soccer this fall. And Jay Wills is finally old enough to do a sport. Oh, and, and he's the cutest little thing in his yeah, His shin guards are like kneecap guards. Like they're <laughs> so high. They come up so high. But Jared, <laughs> they had soccer evaluations this past Saturday. And I think it's just a way for them to make sure like one team doesn't end up stacked with like some beast of a yeah. soccer playing kids. And so <laughs> Jared, Jared got to participate. Yeah, Jay Wills decided once we got out there, he didn't want to do any of the dribbling exercises, which he knows how to do. He does them in our yard all the time, but he was going to be a stubborn little turd out there. <laughs> And so he decided he wasn't going to do it, and they weren't going to take no for it, like the people no, putting it like, on. Okay, so we go, and you check in, and each kid is given a number, and then they go to different stations. And at each station is like probably about two adults per station, and they have to put in the kid's number and whatever they score on that like activity. Their time or whatever. <laughs> Jay Wills did like the first one, and then he got to the second one, and they wanted him to dribble the ball around the cones, and um, he was like, no. <laughs> yeah, so we sat there in like a standoff, and he refused. And then the lady that was scoring, she was like, I really don't know what to put in if he doesn't do it. I'm like, add 10 seconds to Nora's time. Yeah, to the slowest like, time. So then if you've ever seen broom ball, where there's like a ball, like polo. and then there's like a, a broomstick that you're like hitting the ball, that was basically, Jay Wills was the broom, <laughs> the soccer ball was the ball, and I was the player. I was literally oh carrying gosh, him around so and swinging his feet feet at the ball. And he was laughing the entire time. Oh, so and if all you the imagine, parents like, were laughing at me. Jared's like, 
okay, so we really got to do this. And the lady's like, well, yeah. And June said, I don't know how else to get him to kick the ball unless I make him. And she's like, well, that's fine. And Drew's like, well, this is going to be fun. And he literally like picks Jables up under his arm and is like swooping his feet down to kick the ball. And Jables is just cackling, laughing. And all laughing. the parents are like, well, that's one way to do it. Yeah. And I was like, we're extra. Yeah. You should just check out our podcast so you would you would understand this about us. But then we got real extra because you had to do it at another. Yeah, I had to do that too on all of the dribbling exercises. Needless to say, I got a better workout, I think, than oh any gosh. of the kids. And then Nora, uh, good. we could talk this whole episode about our kids' <laughs> crazy stuff they did. Their soccer Nora's got cleats on. Her shin guards, her her socks on, her little athletic shorts and shirt, and then she's got a tiara. And she was telling everybody, I'm a soccer princess. She's such a mess. She, she is such a princess. She is. She's so I was sweet. surprised she wanted to do soccer. And then we got there, and she started doing the evaluations, and she turned to me, and she goes, Mom, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Can I do tap dancing in the spring? <laughs> like. Sure, honey. Oh, man. But this is also our kid who told us tonight, I'm just walking on rainbows. I'm walking on rainbows. She is. Yeah. Her life is unicorns and rainbows. Mm-hmm. So, totally shifting gears now for something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to actually dive into our topic tonight. And uh, this one, we're just simply calling, it's your calling, not theirs. Nope. And so what... We're really getting out here is that everybody's story looks different and everybody's called to something different and people aren't always going to understand your calling. They're not always going to understand the context of your situation and therefore the decisions that you make that surround your family. And we want you to, I guess maybe be guarded against that to not allow yourself to experience unnecessary hurts or pains or uh, difficult seasons because of what other people might expect you or think you should or should not do in a particular season. And so we just want to remind you that whatever situation you're facing, whatever your family circumstance looks like or whatever you are being called to as a family or as a parent, it's or a your, person yeah, in or, general. Yeah. Or a person in general. It's your calling, not someone else's. Yeah. <laughs> this is hard for me to share. It's um that was a hard one for me to learn. Um, because I'm not I'm I want people to be happy with whatever I'm doing. I, I don't enjoy conflict. Let's just put that out there. I avoid it like the plague. And so Except for with me. Yeah. Oh, no. I have no problems with conflict with Jared. <laughs> Sorry, Jared. <laughs> it's because you trust it's me. because you're the lucky one. Yes. Um, so, for example, when we felt this stirring and call to adopt, I thought, oh, we're just going to tell everybody we were, we were called to adopt. Like, God's all up in our business about it, and we just know it's what He wants us to do right now, and we're just going to explain that. And we're just going to tell everybody we're being obedient and everybody's going to be supportive. And whoa, <laughs> that was a, a very eye-opening experience for me. It Because for me, as soon as I told people that we were being called to adopt, it was almost like, it truly was like to me, like I was announcing that I was pregnant. Um, I, I felt that calling that strongly. And so when people 
close to you aren't supportive, it feels so personal. Like it feels like such a personal attack. And now oftentimes, and most times, and we've learned in our case, that um, conflict from them is usually coming from a place of love. Yeah, it's it's love. They just want to protect you and they want what they think is best for you. Um, And so your situation, it could be different. You could be maybe going through your third round of IVF and and you're emptying out your savings account because you really truly feel like God has called you to parent maybe a biological child. And maybe you have family or friends that are just naysayers and they just don't aren't supporting you. And I want you to know that you're you're not alone in feeling that conflict. And I feel like that's really normal, especially when you're being called to something. That's right. And so not everybody's going to understand the situations, the decisions that you make. Not everyone's going to be supportive of those decisions. Uh, most of the time, it's not out of a um, spiteful thing or, or out of um, an anger thing. In fact, most people, when they're close to you and they don't support it, it's generally a fear response of wanting you to be safe. And that's what we found uh, when we were called to adoption. There was a fear about what might would happen with Zoe or Nor, or with just all the other stresses that we had on our family. Uh, but this was another nugget that we had in that moment when we felt called to this. And we looked at all the reasons why we should versus the reason why we shouldn't. And we realized the things keeping us from maybe answering that call was fear. And what we realized as we studied scripture and as we searched, fear was never a biblical response to what God was calling us to do. And so we pressed forward and we pressed through it and then everybody else eventually came along. But regardless of whether they did or whether they might not have, It was still our calling. It wasn't theirs. And so we couldn't be too upset or get angry or whatever because they didn't understand our calling. And that doesn't just look like this in adoption. We also have had to make decisions just for our family, you know, for our kids, for Zoe in particular around like cold and flu season or the stomach bug season. Like we withdraw. We kind of have to pull our family away from all of the extracurricular activities, especially when we know there's a lot of sick people. And so we make decisions that people who have a typical family uh, probably don't understand. It makes us look extra. Extra, yeah. And that's actually how we even decided to come up with this name is because somebody made that comment to Abby about mm-hmm. us just being extra about our kids and about their health stuff. And it's like, yeah, we are extra and we don't we don't expect you to understand or you to make you know decisions to affect our family. Uh, but we're gonna have to make decisions for our family that you might not understand and that's fine. But we've got to do this because it's our calling, not yours. Yeah. That was definitely a hard lesson for me to learn. It was something I had to tell myself over and over and over that your calling, when God places a calling on your life, a proper response is not to seek the approval of others. A proper response is obedience, period. That's right. So I had to just constantly drill that in my head. And it's hard. You don't just like wake up one day and, you know, in a, in a blink of an eye and say, you know what, the, the fact that people don't approve of me and what I'm doing and this calling on my life is not going to bother me. The end. It, it's, right. it's a constant process of, 
you know, reading scripture about obedience and reminding yourself why you're doing it. And yeah, but that was a hard one for me. And it's so funny because our, our culture is all about, you know, being your own self and true to yourself while at the same time making you feel like you should fit into the cultural expectations of what the world says you should be. And this is one of those times where you you really have to buck the system. You really have to say, no, I'm going to answer this call or I'm going to walk in obedience to what God has placed me in and before me right now. And and that's a hard thing to do, to go against the grain. And, and instead of you know, worrying about fitting in, you're worried about answering the call that God has placed on your life, uh, whether that's something like adoption or, you know, trying to grow your family or, or really just whatever. I mean, even starting this project with this podcast, I mean, you know, I, it took me a while to get on board and Jared is like, come on, Abby, we, you can do this. Let's do this. And I just was really nervous if I'm being honest with all you people listening now. And my sweet friend, Amanda told me that the only measure of success to any calling or any project that you take on should be your obedience. Yeah. And I love this quote that we got um, from Catalyst last year, a leadership conference some of us at our church went to. And I don't remember who said it, but I remember this nugget. He said, understanding can wait. Obedience cannot. And we're not saying blindly go into any decision just flippantly and not seek the counsel of other people who are wise and, and, you know, just do whatever you want to do, do you and live life and do whatever. That's not what we're saying. What we're talking about is a calling. And if you've ever had a calling, you know, it's almost like a burden on your heart. You wake up with every morning and go to bed every night is something that you feel this urge and from the Lord. And he speaks to you in every which way through scriptures, songs, people talking to you, and you can't avoid it. It's like he's all up in your business. <laughs> yeah. And that, and well, and that's one type of calling. That's like what we're talking about with growing your family or answering a call into ministry or whatever. But then for us, there's even been situations like with, with our kids where we've pulled them away. And those are situational callings, I believe. Yeah. Where, you know, your, your context is, you know, you have a child that has special needs or, or an immune system issue, or maybe you do, and you have to make decisions for yourself or for your family that, that look different. Yeah. But that's your calling, not someone else's. And so worry about what is best for you, what is obedient to God. Yeah. And how to best serve your family, your context, and where you are in that moment without being so um, influenced by maybe those that don't know, don't understand, yeah. or really even care. I always have to remind myself, am I good with God? Am I good with my husband? And am I being the best mom I can be? And then if all those things check off for me, then I know that what I'm doing is the best decision for me and for my family. And it's ultimately the the most important thing is that I'm doing what the Lord wants me to do. That's right. And so for anybody that's listening right now to this podcast and we've struck a chord, uh, maybe you're struggling with some decisions, a decision that you've made or that you have to make, or maybe you're wrestling with a calling. We just want to pray uh, that God would just give you the courage, the boldness, the wisdom, and the discernment to step in, to walk in obedience, to do what you need to do, and to rest in God's faithfulness and His blessings over your life instead of being 
uh, so concerned about those uh, opinions around you. And so with that said, we're going to finish up this podcast the way we have finished every podcast by praying for you and over your life uh, and for God to bless you richly this week. And so let's pray together. Lord, we love you. We thank you so much that whatever it is that you call us to, that you will see us and sustain us through and equip us for, Lord. And so right now we pray, just giving you thanks for what it is that you have called Abby and I to and the ways that we've seen you move, the ways that we've seen your faithfulness come alive in our lives. And Father, the faith that you have given us through each one of these callings, God, we thank you for that. And right now, Lord, we know as you have been faithful to us that you are going to be faithful to all of those listening right now, Father. And I pray that you would give each one of our listeners courage and strength and uh, the wisdom and joy and hope and peace and all of those things after the, as they seek uh, to live in obedience to you, God. And so, Father, right now, I pray that you would give them peace, even as they are maybe going against the grain and doing things that people don't understand, or maybe close family members aren't happy about or supportive of, God. I pray that you would give them the peace uh, in their calling as they answer their calling to you, God, that you would give them uh, just complete peace right now, Lord. We love you. We praise you. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us this week. We want to ask that you would go give us a five-star rating (laughs) and uh, like this podcast, subscribe to it, share it with some friends, and please, please, please write a good review. We would love that. That helps uh, give us more, I guess, exposure would be the word, so this podcast could help other people walking through similar things. Yeah, and if you do not have someone in your life that come along that will come alongside you and stand in the gap and pray for you. We would love to be that person for you. So you can reach out to us on Instagram. Our handle is at we underscore extra. Yep. So check us out and we hope you have a great week and we will catch you next time. Bye guys. Peace out.